So, did you know that in some parts of um, Samuel, the book of Samuel, like it actually sometimes does... my coworkers like when you <clears throat> when you do something they don't like, my coworkers like don't ever do that ever again in your entire life, and they say that they say that whole thing when I do something that's like you know to annoy them to bother them. That's what they respond with. I would say that too. No, you wouldn't, because you wouldn't say it the way they say. It. It's like a you know one of those things that they say a certain way. It's like their their old saying, you know. You, yeah, you could say it, but would it be the same? Yeah, no. never ever say that again ever in your life. Don't come to my house. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't show okay. up. So are we gonna say? Don't that even back? look at me. Don't talk back? to me. Why are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, right? What? what? <laughs> nah, that's yo, why. Yo, why are you still talking? Yo, relax. My bad, yo. What's up, you, everybody? Man. Welcome back to the wake up episode. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the In the Fire podcast. Yes, we love you. We thank you for tuning in. Whether you're listening on Spotify, you're darn tootin'. You- sorry. We appreciate sorry. whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, share. We love you. Check out the, the TikTok, the Facebook, uh, the shorts, the everything. We love you. But welcome back to the In the Fire podcast. Um, this is me and this is him. This is him. This is me. Yeah, exactly. That's Lewis. And you guys you guys know what my name is. But really? you know, do you know what your name <laughs> what's, is? My name? what's my name? What's my name? I'm not saying that. What's my name? I'm not answering that what's question. <laughs> 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 Lewis was my name. Don't ask me that. Lewis, what's my name? No. What you mean, no? No, just, just continue. Wait, so bro. we say your name, but we don't say mine? No. I said your name. I said you're Lewis. Yeah, what's, what's, my name? My name? what's my name? What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? I already said your name. What's what my is name? It? What's my name? What's my name? <laughs> I'm not answering that. That's crazy. You guys see how disrespectful <laughs> they know, it is? They know. They know I, your name I already, right? My si- I, they know I your name. I said my pride aside. I asked you differently, though. All right, what's my name? No, I'm not <laughs> Ask yo, it differently. Yo, why you so much pride? Bro. Everybody, we gotta no pray pride. for Lewis's there's pride. There's no pride here. Wait, it's so just why a can't matter you answer? of respect. Exactly, respect me. No. I said, <laughs> I said your name. There's no way. I said your name. No, I ask said it your differently, name. then I'll say it. All right, my what is my name? What's my name? Don't. Say- <laughs> Uh, all right, we're about to move on. If you're not gonna say my name, I'm not, you're, yeah, you're right. Uh, his pride is too high, guys. There's no him. pride here. There's no. We're gonna pride pray, here. pray for him so that. Pray for me. All right, good. We will. Pray okay, for you. good. Yeah, we will pray good, for you. Yeah. But um, I, I hope you guys are having an amazing day, an amazing we hope, week. Yes, we do. Um, make sure to check out the most important link in the description. That being the Patreon, it yes. is the family for us. Yes, you can be a part of the family. Come join us. Uh, where we pray for each other, we connect. We we um do uh, monthly groups together where we study the word of God. It is a Pray beautiful community. Other. Join it. Join it. You do not want to miss out. And for the fam, we love you. And if you're already on there, we do love you. But today, today we want to do something really interesting. Yes, we do. We want to do something pretty new that we haven't yeah. done yeah. Uh, before, kind of. But today we're going to talk about and study together. Ooh, and study together. The story of David and Goliath. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Whoa. So we want to go through it, through the story of David and Goliath. We're going to okay. talk about what we pull from it, yeah. what we think, um, what lessons we see personally. Um, and this is just a disclaimer. We don't know everything. Yes. Say that. So like, Say it again. Yeah, yeah we, we don't know everything. And so if we did miss um, things in in the story because we 100% will even if you're a top theologian you'll always miss something because you can always find something new mm. in the book of God in, yeah. in the word of God and so we're gonna just go through it talk about what we uh, pull from it you know things that apply to us youth us um, young adults and like how significant this is mm. and you know talk about just David and and this challenge he encounters with this giant and so if you know the story of David 
um, you still want to stick through to the oh, whole yeah. episode. Even, even if, you know, a lot of people that aren't even believers, if you haven't even read one word of the Bible, like, yeah. you probably know about David and Goliath. Right, right, right. And even if you know, like, the big part, like, you know, oh, David did this with, like, David's yeah. slingshot, whatever, there's so much to take out of it. Yep. Like, and have that heart of not, like, yeah, I know that right now. No, like, no, like, just listen yeah. and have a heart to be like, all right, let me see something new because there's a yeah. lot to see in it. And, and I'm telling you right now, if you're thinking about it, we're not going to sit here and tell you, what's your Goliath? Like, bro, I know you guys have heard that so many times. <laughs> what is your Goliath? Yo, what is the giant in your life? Too. Like, I was thinking of that we're too. not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I mean, it, maybe I mean, for a little giant? bit, but what is a giant? But anyway, exactly. But stick around because there's a lot of really good stuff in this story. Yeah. Now, this starts off with um, God absolutely obliterating Saul. Yeah. He's just like, yo. Go away from me. I'm done. I up. rejected you. Yeah, I I just don't like you anymore. No, <laughs> it's like, yo, I God's like, I have rejected come him as king. House. Don't come to my house. Don't call me, me. Don't text me. me. Don't, don't come to my house. But he I'm rejects done. Saul. He yeah. rejects King Saul and God because is Because of disobedience. Because of disobedience. And God is in search for a new king. God is in search for a new king. And so he sends Samuel. Which I learned that Samuel had like a lot of different roles. Like he, okay. there's not just one point. He was like, I think it said that he's the last, he was the last judge. He was a prophet. He was a commander of something. Like mm-hmm. he had a lot of different roles. Very much used by but God. For this, I think like we can mainly just say he was a prophet. Okay. Yeah. So so he he tells Samuel, you know, that he's he has rejected Saul. He needs a new king for Israel. Yep. And so he says go to this man named Jesse. And so he sends him there. I've picked one of his sons to be king. He says, go go to Jesse and pick one of his sons to be king. For I've picked one of his sons exactly. to be king, yeah. Oh yeah, God has already selected him. Super dope, by the way. Yes. Just ima- like, imagine being in Samuel's position, first of all, and it's like, God is so specific to the point where he's like, go to this person's house. Like, this, look for a man named this. Mm. God, it's like if God said right now, yo, Lewis, I need you to go to Texas and find this man named Jonathan. He has eight sons. I need you to bring one back to New Jersey. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how I'm going like, to do this. Yeah, it's like, what? I guess I'll try make to figure a, it out. Make a government announcement saying, yo, I'm looking Literally, for this right? man named Jonathan. Literally, right? like go on like, social media, know? like, yo, please, guys, God said to him, you got to him. Yeah. Crazy, right? I mean, right here in, uh, this is First Samuel 16. Uh, find a man named Jesse who lives there, for I have selected one of his sons to be my king. Yes, Crazy. Sir. But Samuel asked, how can I do that? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. Mm. Take a heifer with you, the Lord replied, and say that you have come to make a sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you which of his sons to anoint for me. Mm. Tough. Very tough. Tough. So, So God's like, okay. Yeah, Saul. Will, if Saul finds out, he's gonna want to kill you. Yeah, blah blah blah. But I'm God, you know. So just <laughs> he may want to, but yeah, you on, know man. what? Like, come on, yeah, man. Like, let's go, man. Sammy, are you serious right now? Like, I wouldn't be sending you if you were about to die to Saul's hands. Like, Crazy. come on, right? Like, come on. Crazy. Anyways, no, no hate to Samuel. It's an honest question. It's fair. Yeah, we we'd probably do it too. And so, so Samuel did as the Lord instructed. When yes, he sir. arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town came trembling to meet him. Mm. Why are they trembling, bro? Why are you so scared? Let's go with you. They're scared because they're they're scared that Saul will find out and kill them. Because look, Saul mm. Saul at this point is a very uh, dictator type king. He yeah. does not want his position to be threatened. Mm. And now, like you can tell when God 
isn't like a king is not backed by God anymore, and a king can tell that. And so he the he fears for his position to be taken. Crazy. So he's like, yo, I can't have any kings like, you know, being anointed. I can't or have any of that. Going, like anything going on that might like, you know, take my, my position or something. Yeah, and and who does this remind you of? Um uh King Herod? With Jesus, when oh, Jesus yeah. was being born, killed all the yeah. Under... He's like, he's like, what? Somebody's being anointed king? No, no, no. I gotta stop this. So, so we see, Crazy. you know, the, these people trembling to meet yeah. Samuel. He says, "What's wrong?" They asked. Do you come in peace? Like Samuel's an alien at Preach, this point. Like, yeah, appreciate like, it. Do he's you like, come in peace? Like he's, you know, Samuel is a big guy. Like, everybody knows him. He's yeah, well named, well respected, I guess. So like, why are you here? The like prophet of God. Yeah, there's like, why are you here? Like, what's uh -oh. going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what is God trying <laughs> to tell us? Did we do something wrong? Like, that's crazy. And so Samuel says, yes, replied. Samuel replied, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Purify yourselves and come uh, with me to the sacrifice. Mm. Then Samuel performed the purification right for Jesse, for Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice too. So Samuel's like, all right, bet Jesse, you know, here's this, um, this thing we're going to do. Bring your sons with you, please. When they arrived, Samuel took one of Eliab and thought, surely this is the Lord's anointed. Yep. So he took one of Jesse's sons. The oldest, I'm pretty sure it's the oldest. The oldest, yes. Which makes sense, right? Of he's, course. He sees the oldest son and he's like, okay, like what, what I imagine Samuel was seeing here is this guy, I'm guessing he's the tallest, probably the strongest. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's, the, he's the oldest, meaning he's more experienced. Yeah. He's more mature. You would you would think he's more mature. Mm -hmm. We know that age and maturity, whatever. Sure. Right? And so like, all these qualities and Samuel like instantly sees him. He's like, Oh, that has to be it. Mm -hmm. He's the tallest. He's the probably the tallest, strongest, most mature, most experienced, oldest. Like that has to be it. The obvious the, choice. The obvious choice. Right. And then the verse that, you know, if you keep reading the verse that I always say, I always talk about on, on this episode, like God says it. Hold, right? hold up. Hold up. All right. It, so then it says, um, uh, right here. I six. Go ahead. It says, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Verse seven. Verse seven. This, and so you know, again, that's this is after Samuel's like, yo, this guy has to be. Uh -huh. Then God's just like, yo, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Come on, bro. And it's just like this verse needs to be remembered. Yeah, remembered for for when we talk about it later in the episode too, because I will have to say something about it. But mm. God says to Samuel. Don't judge by height or appearance. Yeah. Appearance being how big they are, how, yeah. how good looking they are, anything. Don't Basically, don't judge a book by its cover because yeah. I have rejected him. That is not the one I have chosen to be king of Israel. So Samuel's like, okay. All right, so I guess second biggest, second height? Like, what are you talking about? But um, to me, this is this is very interesting and is and it shows a character of God that we see throughout the whole Bible, mm. right? We see... Um, we see God look at the inner of somebody and not the outer, right? Mm. And so he says, somebody worth leading my people. I am not looking at hider appearance. I'm looking at the heart. I need, because look, if I have somebody tall and strong being king of Israel, mm. what is that going to do when I, when they need to make very important and, and, uh, wise decisions, yeah. That can affect thousands of people's lives. What is what is it good that he has strong biceps and mm. that he's six foot four? And I'm pretty sure when it comes to Saul, you know, like they chose Saul because he was very tall mm. and he was very strong. He's like a strong, tall guy. Like, oh my gosh. Like, like they, they like the people chose Saul to yeah. be king because of his appearance. And look what happened. Crazy. 
It's like, do you want to look the part or be the part? Mm. You know? And so I think God like tells Samuel an important lesson here and all mm. of us. Yeah. Where it was the same thing where it's like in the eyes of God, God doesn't see the way we see it. He literally says that God doesn't see things the way you see them. Mm. That is straight from the Bible. That's not for me. That The, the mm. Bible says that the Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. Mm. And so when we are, when we are looking at a situation, at a situation to our, we're looking at our friends, our family, we're looking to um, pick somebody to be a part of our team. We're looking for anything, a, a spouse, a part, yeah. anything. Are we looking at the height and the appearance? Are we looking at the appearance? Mm. Us dudes, when we're, we're try, trying to pick a girlfriend and a, a spouse, are we looking at the appearance? Or are we looking at the heart? Crazy. We should have the eye, the eyes like God has them. So that we're looking at the heart. We're not looking at the appearance. Same way, I mean, same thing for, for the gals, you know? Same thing for everybody. Of course. But I think this is a really big lesson that God teaches us right here. Mm-hmm. But let's continue. Then Jesse told his son, Abinadab, mm. to step forward and walk in front of Samuel. So Jesse's like, all right, yo, yo, yo. He's like, all right, next guy, go. Uh-huh. Like, next like, son, next son. Like, all right, all right, Jesse. What I imagine is like, down. you know, they, they all like just standing shoulder to shoulder, like just sitting there, you uh-huh. know, like oldest to youngest and stuff. And Wait, like, do, you, do you think they know what's going on? Do you think they know they they're getting um I guess interviewed to become king of Israel? I mean, I th- I think to a point they not interviewed to become a king of Israel, but I do think that I guess since it's Samuel, right, a big uh-huh. a big name, yep. he's going to his family. He mm-hmm. wants to see all of his sons. Like they could imagine, oh, this is something important, something yeah. God wants. Like oh my gosh, like and so that's why, like I think if, you know the fact that. Samuel's like, no to this guy. Mm-hmm. No to this guy. Because, you know, it's like a straight line. And, and, and also the fact that Jesse tells his son to walk. He's like, yo, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah. Kind of like letting him know, like, all right, like, like you go, could be go picked. Up and go see. ahead. Yeah. It's your turn. But Samuel said, this is not the one the Lord has chosen. So I think, all right, first Samuel takes his own um, his own uh, wisdom or his own understanding. Yeah. And he he says, this has to be the one to, 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 to the oldest. And then God's like, no, no, no. Samuel learns pretty fast. Quick renewing of the mind right uh-huh, there. Quick go. renewing of the mind. And Samuel's like, uh-uh, you are not the one that the Lord has chosen. So he knows. This has to be the one. Wait, you wait. know, so he, he yeah. Can't be, can't be the one. Uh-uh, he knows. He, Samuel knows by now. And so next, Jesse summoned Shimea. But Samuel said, neither is this the one the Lord has chosen. Now, Jesse presents Crazy. the three oldest. He presents these these his three sons. And he's like, yo, yo, yo. In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were presented to Samuel. Imagine that. It's like, okay, you go up. Nah. All of them. You go up. No. Nope. Nah. You go up. Nah. And it's so, it's just so funny because, you know, you keep reading. It's like, bro, like everybody. And then he goes up to Jesse and he's like, yo, do you have any more sons? Like, yeah, good. <laughs> yo. How disrespectful. Like, like, yo, this can't be it, right? Like, like do you have any more sons? And it's like, oh, yeah, bro, this is insane. It's crazy, insane. crazy. But so here it says, um... But Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Mm. Then Samuel asked, are these all the sons you have? Yeah. They're still the youngest, Jesse replied, mm. but he's out in the fields watching the sheep and goats. Send for him at once, Samuel said. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. To me, this is, this is big mm. for, for a couple reasons. Okay. I think... I believe there was a tension between David and his father. Interesting. Okay. I think there was not a healthy relationship between those two. I think there was kind of this rejection that was going on between Jesse. Because first of all, Jesse didn't even present him. 
He's like, he says, Samuel says, oh, do you have sons? He's like, yeah, but. Yeah, but. He's out in the fields. He's doing the dirty work. He's taking care of the sheep. Interesting. You're not going to want to see him. That's how I read this. And and in, and in Hebrew translations, it kind of, the way Jesse um, describes David is kind of as unimportant. Hmm. So, all right, Samuel says, do you have any more sons? Yeah, I, I but, do, but mm, like, it's not why, worth why your time. Why even bring him? Why even bring him? So there's this wow. rejection coming from David's father of him being unimportant. But of course, the word of Samuel, you know, the word of God, Jesse's like, all right, I guess we could bring him. And I think it's really cool that Samuel says, we will not sit down to eat until he shows up. It's yeah, it's just like, kind of saying like, we're not moving on until I see this kid. Crazy. So like, it's kind of like standing up for David in a mm. sense. But this kind of hit deep. Wow. Seeing Jesse reject yeah. his son. I, I didn't I didn't view it that way. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just viewed it more of like, a, you know, it's the, it's, it's the youngest son. Mm-hmm. Meaning what? He's the probably the weakest. He's the weakest son. Most likely yeah. he's the weakest son. He's strength wise. Um, he's un inexperienced. He's probably the small, the shortest one out of all of them. Yeah. Again, it's everything just points to looking less than. He's he's just less. Um, he's he's just he's viewed down. He's less. Yeah. And the fact that you know, I just feel like I just the way I thought about it was Jesse didn't even present him because he just felt like he wasn't. He just wasn't gonna be it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. You know, he's too young. He's too weak. He's too this. He's too possibly too immature. All these attributes that just like, just like aim at like you're less than. You're not enough, and yeah. so I'm not gonna yeah. bring you because I just don't. And so the fact that you know he's forced to bring him out because uh-huh. he just didn't think that he would be enough. Like mm-hmm. that. That's how I view it. He just yeah, did, he yeah, just didn't yeah, think he yeah. wouldn't be like why even bring him? You know he's he's yeah. too weak. He's too young. He's too inexperienced. He has no. He's not mature enough. He's all this stuff. Like he's just less. He's less than. He's less. He's yeah, less. He's yeah, less. Yeah. It's it's honestly kind of heartbreaking, and and it, it makes me wonder if this relationship David had with his father uh, result in some of the things in his later life, hmm. like Bathsheba. Could that rejection from his father lead to him seeking show up somewhere else? In his show life. up somewhere else, and the fact that and mm-hmm. the fact that David with his sons, it was very weird. He had very like. He wasn't very present. He was like, there was some weird mm-hmm. relationship with his sons in the future. So, honestly, right? There was a lot. That's, that's th- a way there's to that view rejection it. From, a way to view it. from Jesse, but that was pretty heartbreaking to me. But um, we can continue. So, Jesse sent for him. He was dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. Yeah, I read that. I was like, okay. Come on, bro. <laughs> okay. Already, already. Okay, like, dude. so already we see this rejection from, from Jesse, yeah. but not your father in heaven. Mm. We see a rejection from this humanly father, but not the rejection from your heavenly father. God, first of all, stands up for David through Samuel, says, we are not sitting down to eat until he shows up. Crazy. He rejects all of the obvious choices, and that's in quotes, Mm. but chooses David. Wow. So no matter how qualified you feel or how qualified other people are, Mm. if you are chosen by God, nothing is standing in the way. Crazy. Crazy. Beautifully said. And then we see, you know, obviously this was not written by Jesse because Jesse wouldn't have described him that way. Mm. But he was dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. Okay, so now we got to see good looking guys showing up. Wide, wide, Of course, right? He has to be that guy. Okay, David okay. He, had to, he had to be good looking, right. right? And the Lord said, this is the one. Anoint mm. him. Instantly. Boom. Samuel's like, as soon as he saw him, you're the one. 
anointed. So as David stood there among his brothers, first of all, that that stood out to me. So as David stood there among his brothers, yep. Samuel took the flask of oil, olive yep. oil he had brought and Pouring anointed David him. with yep. the oil. And the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day on. Crazy. Then Samuel returned to Ramah. So as David stood there among his brothers, why did that stand out to me? Because if you have brothers, you know how it is. There is like this pride thing that comes on. Like you just want to be better than your brothers and all that. I don't, it doesn't say how David's brothers were with him, mm. but I imagine growing he's, up he's with the youngest. that, but also growing up with that father that we just described where mm. it's like he was rejected. They kind of can take that and put it into their own hearts and their own minds. Like, all right, he's not, he's not important. You know, I imagine them stand up with their chest up, their muscles out. Yeah. They're like, we're going to be chosen. Samuel rejects all of them. Crazy. They feel that rejection. There's like, oh, shoot. Like, I thought, you know, we were worth I was going to be the one. I thought I was going to be the one to see the little one mm. get sent from the fields. That They had to wait for him to show up from the fields, by the way. We don't know how how far the fields were, but it maybe it could have been an hour, two hours, could have been more. They had to wait for David to wait to Crazy. show up. Crazy. So now his brothers are there after being rejected. And they're like, all right, we got to wait for this little guy to show up, our little brother. The little brother shows up instantly. You're the one selected, anoint him. Jeez. And now I got to stand there and watch my little brother be anointed. As an older brother, ouch. Stings. Like, what What did he do? What did he do right? Hmm. I thought that was interesting. No, and for me too, like what, what I get out of that is that, you know, when, like you said, when God calls you to do something or calls you to something, mm -hmm. don't look to the left or look to the right Ooh, to see if somebody mm -hmm. looks or seems more capable of doing Amen. what God has called that's you fire. to do. Because like like we said, like Eliab, the oldest son, mm -hmm. and the other oldest sons just seem more capable and qualified to fit the position of a king because of their, their maturity, experience, how they look. Yet David being the youngest, inexperienced, immature, weakest um all this it just all this you yeah. know less than attributes less than like things yet he was picked and mm -hmm. and like that's just like you know so easily you could just look to your left look to your right and be like why me like i mm -hmm. why not him right he's older he's this he's that he's yeah. more he's more experienced like what why me and it's like no if god called you to it don't look to the left or to the right wow just receive that calling and because if and you were go to it. if you were called yeah it was for a reason it was because God knew you were capable. Mm. God would not have picked David if he mm. knew he wasn't worthy of doing Crazy. it. If he wasn't going to be capable of doing it. So he picked you for a reason. He picked David for a reason. And the thing is, we you talk about those less than attributes. Yeah. But these less than attributes were things that we see from the outside appearance. Hmm. But later we see... Like what was in his heart? Only God. Yeah, but later we see some of the preparation that David had before becoming king, mm. right? Yeah. And so we continue. Um, David serves in the Saul's, in Saul's courts. Uh, we... Okay. we can go to 17. We can go to 17. We'll jump to 17. Basically, that, that, that just talks about, you know, uh, David getting picked to um up Saul play the harp because yeah. Saul was like his tormenting spirit and like you know David played Saul was basically going so not only was David you know picked by God and he was handsome he also played the harp so mm -hmm. like this guy's, oh, this guy's on, winning yo. God was like this guy come is gonna on. win <laughs> you know he nah, he's gonna yo. win <laughs> David David in the modern world 
Chill, chill. I keep nah, you know what I'm going to say, David, in the modern guy, world, it's like, all right, yo, that's a, that's a we're going to be struggling with this man. Like, That's a real guy right there, yo. Like, I just picture him on stage, like, with the harp. And and he's so and he's real, though. Like He's he's not, like, just trying to, you know, he's not faking nothing. Like, no, his nothing. His heart is... He's focused on God. Man after God's own heart. I meant... Come on. Right. All the right. all the godly women like yo, it's like no, no. Sure, like, sure, 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 David, sure. let me teach me how to play the harp. Anyways, this guy. so we jump to seventeen. Goliath chal- challenges the Israelites. Here we go to the big stuff. Goliath, the Here big we guy go. that we all know. Now he's entering yep. the scene right now. Now, what I do want to say, what I do want to say before we we jump to Goliath, okay, is this David anointing mm-hmm. when he was in the fields. They say he was. Around eight years old. No shot. He was an adolescent. He was young. He was eight years old. That they, no, they, that's they, not they the exact. That's what that's what they the studies um Assume. estimate. Estimate. Okay. Was that, that he was, he was that years young. old? Yeah. So it's somewhere in that I range he that like he was twelve. Or no, 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 no. Fourteen. It, it, it's possible that he was eight, nine, ten, maybe even eleven. But I, I'm about to give you the other age once once we read chapter seventeen with Goliath. But. Okay. The Philistines now mustered their army for battle and camped between Soko in Ju- Judah and Az- Azekah at Ephesdamim. Ephesdamim. Ephesdamim? Yo, these names do be crazy. All right, this, these names be crazy. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. So the Philistines and Israelites faced each other on opposite hills with the valley between them. First of all, this battlefield view, like the scene, Probably crazy, right? is crazy. Crazy. Two hills, Israel two armies side, facing right each other. Valley right in the Ooh. middle. Right in the middle. Looking like, it's like a coliseum. Crazy. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze Bugging. helmet and his bronze coat of male weighed 125 pounds. pounds. He also wore bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. Damn. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. So all of this description is just to show you this. First of all, not only is he nine feet tall, but he's not skinny. This boy's strong. Yeah, it, it, he's not this boy, like this boy built. This yeah, boy built. like I, I don't want you to picture some like really skinny, boned, nine feet tall, short. Like anybody could just wipe his legs out. No, no, no. This man was big. This guy was yoked. This man was big, bro. This man was big. If I had to look up at somebody that was nine feet tall, crazy, bro. My like my neck would hurt. Yeah. My neck would hurt. Like, I wouldn't even want to look at him. Scary. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. First of all, I imagine this guy with a deep voice. Like, I mean, the Bible doesn't have to say it. Like, it has to be be intimidating. It has to be a mad intimidating voice. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. Crazy. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. Mm. So, so there actually, what I get out of that is when I read the, um, that one right there where it says the one verse that I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. <sighs> like going back to the whole comparison thing, like uh-huh. you know, 
we know compare to despair don't not compare yourself because then that makes you feel less than like you can't do what god wants you to do mm -hmm. and so with this like you know instantly he's just saying like i am a champion i'm well known i'm respected i'm pr all the praise I, I get i'm this big nine foot tall guy and he's like you guys are just servants mm -hmm. and of course like he says it to the israelites and what he's doing there he's like minimizing their self-view of themselves you know, like that they can never be a champion. They can never be this. They're just they're, they're just lowly servants. Yet mm. he is this big champion. Wow. And like I just view like a whole another an, just another comparison of like to to minimize your own self view. Mm -hmm. And it's like of course the enemy wants to make you feel like you're less than like you're not that you can't do it wow. that you can't conquer this giant you, you can't do these big things because yeah. you're little. And so I, just real quick like just I just saw that there mm -hmm. like. Easily, he said that to minimize their own self-view so they wouldn't have the confidence or have the faith to do something as to go fight him and mm -hmm. possibly win. Goliath taunts them, calls them servants. Mm -hmm. if, only we, if only he knew what was about to come. Anyways, here we go. Then we see, when Saul and the Israelites heard this, yep. they were terrified and deeply shaken. Just scared. Just scared. Bro, first of all, um, armies are as strong as, as their strongest link mm. in, in the sense of like, as their, weak, it, as their weakest link, as their weakest a, link. Like a chain is only as strong as their weakest exactly. link. Exactly. But what I was going to say is like seeing their king, their leader mm. terrified. That's what I meant by strongest link. Like gotcha. in, in authority, shaken and terrified. Of course you're going to feel that way. Bro. Of course. Oh man. Like the person that leads you. Mm is so terrified that is a sign of like we can't win this we lost we're gonna die we have no hope and god wasn't with saul god was not with saul no and he was not that, the fact that he was so afraid so this whole army everybody is shaken everybody's like bro this gigantic man is we're about to become servants insane crazy jesse sends david to saul's camp now david was the son of a man named jesse an ephrathite ephrathite from Bethlehem Ephrathite, yeah, sure. in the land of Judah. Jesse was an old man at that time. Mm. And he had eight sons. Jesse's three oldest sons, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shemaiah, which we said before were the oldest that were presented, had already joined Saul's army to fight the Philistines. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Very fun. Uh, David was the youngest son. Uh, David's three oldest brothers stayed with Saul's army, but David went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. Yep. First of all, this stood out to me okay. because we see the, the responsibility of David, not to mention that he was eight years old taking care of the sheep. Mm -hmm. Now we have this big deal where his brothers are fighting in the army, and yet he still takes on the responsibility of taking care of the sheep of his father. Mm. Some some may say this is the 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 cheap responsibility, like the 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 one that doesn't matter. But David still takes it as, as equal importance because he goes back and forth. He's like, okay, I need to go to Saul's army, but I also need to take care of my sheep. Mm. So we saw, we see something beautiful here, where it's like David is is um responsible and disciplined with the think, small things that, that God too, gives yeah. him. I take that too. When he left, yeah, he, mm -hmm. he took care of yeah. It's nice. It's, it's good. And so uh, for 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite army. Mm -hmm. 40 days is a long time, man. The number of completion, yeah. Mm -hmm. One day, Jesse said to David, take this basket of roasted grain and these 10 loaves of bread and carry them quickly to your brothers. 
and give that give these ten cuts of cheese to their captain. See how your brothers are getting along and bring back a report on how they are doing. <sighs> First of all, as a man, this must be difficult for David. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. You got your all of your brothers are fighting for you, but you're just the water boy. You're, you're seeing them do all the heavy work, all the battling, all the yeah, fighting. They're the fierce, courageous ones, but he's the water boy. Hmm. Go take the cheese, go take the bread, give it to the captain, give it to them, see how they're doing go, and come go back. Go take care of the sheep while they're fighting this in this army. Mm-hmm. Go keep doing that. Do the little things. So I would imagine this was hard for David, hmm. right? David's brothers were with Saul and the Israelite army at the Valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. So David left the sheep with another shepherd See responsible and just yeah, that's that's stood out to me too. It's like all right, this guy like mm-hmm. he yep. he's, he's responsible. He, yeah. yeah, he is. He is, and set out early the mo- the next morning with the gifts as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Okay, soon the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army, looking right at each other. Mm-hmm. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to ran away, run away in fright. <laughs> yo, yo, David saw it firsthand. All these, all these strong, courageous strong men, people in armor, swords, just. Like oh I, no, <laughs> oh, no! This is this is what I imagine, right? They're feeling themselves. They're like, let's yeah, he, do he's this. He's just getting there. Like everybody they like, battle lo- cries. Yep, <gasps> they launch. Yeah, they're going crazy with the. <laughs> they all see this giant. Uh uh-uh, uh turn around, yo. Yo, yo no. like run back, run back. They instantly turn around, right? Crazy. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife, and the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. Huh. Okay. So That's a nice reward. So Saul's over here. No taxes. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> David asked the soldiers standing nearby, what will a man get for killing the Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed, allowed to defy the armies of the living God? First of all, very tough line by David. He just kind of says, he "Just respects God." He's like, "How?" Not only dis- he- not even not only respects God, but disrespects Goliath. He's like, "Yo, who is this guy?" Mm. So, what's my name? It who? just shows his heart. <laughs> it, it really, <laughs> it just shows his heart. It's uh-huh. like, like who is this guy thinking that he can go against God? Mm-hmm. And he and I f- firmly believe he believed what he was saying there. A hundred percent. Like he's like, who would this guy think he is that he can win against God? And we see and that by his next action. Imagine a person saying that with so much belief and mm-hmm. truth, like that David was. That I, I assume one hundred percent that David was saying that with so much confidence. Yep. Like, who does this guy think he is? Like, he can't do that. Nope. Crazy. Is it, it, it? It's such a tough line that he says, right? Yeah. And so he says. Uh, he oh, says that. So funny though. This moment. Keep going. Keep and going. these men gave David the same reply. Yeah. They said, "Yes, that is the reward for killing him." But when David's oldest brother. Eliab heard David talking to the men. He was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? He demanded. (laughs) What about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? Hmm. I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. 
right. Okay. So, all right. Hold on. Go ahead. Right, go ahead. Just, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have a brother, if you have a little right, brother, on, like it's just come on. It's like you under. Of course, it's not no justification at all. Mm-mm. It's just you understand though. You it's understand. Like, you see your little brother. He's asking these people questions about like, oh, what will happen if like you're just like. What are you doing here? Like, Yo, you know, the, like, the, like, what, the, why are the you? The adults are talking. Yeah, like, like what, what are you doing? Like, like you're gonna do something. Uh-huh. Like, why, why are you asking these people what the reward is? You're gonna do like, get, go get out of here, go uh-huh, away. Like, uh-huh. you're annoying. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, why, why are you here? Like you're gonna I, do something. I, I, I like that he throws in few sheep. Like, he doesn't even. Yeah, like, exactly, like, dude. It's like, like get, you don't, you, don't little, you have a few like a little e like a little tiny sheep to go take care of? Like, come on, bro. The, the big dogs are talking Yo. here. We're trying to win a war. Like, get out of here. Not only does he do that, and then he throws in, I know about your pride in the seat. Like, he's just, all right, he's just fully disrespecting his little brother. He's like, bro, get out of here. It's like, you just want to see the battle. Like, uh-huh. go away. You're not, why are you asking what the yeah. reward is? You just want to see it. Kind Crazy. Of, you're annoying. Crazy. And then David with his, which you'll see, his, his like, pristine mm-hmm. little brother response. What have I done now? <laughs> David replied, I was only asking a question. Like the, the, the most little brother the, yeah, responding exactly. ever give somebody like what I do. I was just asking a question. It's like, what did I do now? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I was only asking a question. <laughs> oh. Dude, he he walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. So the little brother continues to just go ask and, questions. And the cool thing, you know, because what I saw here too was this was another moment of discouragement. Mm. right so before we have the comparison you know Ooh, he, he could have yeah, yeah, compared him he could have compared himself to his brothers you know i don't think he did but you know like everything b- beforehand that could have discouraged him to do what he wanted to do and then this one point his older brother somebody that he's been with for a long time that yeah. he's lived with that he probably respects what he says mm-hmm. tells him like why are you here <laughs> like go go and take care of the sheep uh-huh. this is a, a moment of discouragement of like yeah. Why are you here? Like, go home. Go figure. Go do your little sheep thing. Go do your little like job, whatever. Like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And so this is like a just again. Just remember this. There's like some discouragement here. Mm-hmm. Like he's receiving discouragement of yeah. to not possibly not go and defeat Goliath. Yeah. You know, but it's just some. Discouragement. Yeah, we, I mean, we laugh about it as, as like being brothers and stuff. But this is real discouragement oh, that yeah. you're talking about. This is something that's gonna stick with him for a long time. Word you know, stick. this is his Word family. Stick. Word stick, especially from yep. your family. Yep. And so David just does his responsibilities, listens to his father, respects. Mm-hmm. He obeys. You know, his father says, go do this. He's like, but why? I want to go fight. But why? I want to do this. No, no, no. Mm. He does the small things that God gives him, taking care of the sheep, doing mm. this, respecting your father, mm. still being rejected by his own family. But Crazy. he's still like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just being shows me. His, just shows it his shows heart. his heart. It's beautiful. And then... Uh, then David's question was reported to King Saul, and the king sent for him. Hmm. Seems his interest paved the way mm-hmm. to for this whole situation to happen. Okay, so that's so was, so God was, God starts to orchestrate some stuff. Here. That's what I was. That's honestly what I was thinking. The uh-huh. fact that he kept on asking people, it's like his interest. I don't know, like. I'm trying to figure this out, but like, this yeah. is my idea is like his, you know his interest in fighting Goliath, like his interest in asking the questions, mm-hmm. kind of paved that that way. For him to eventually go and fight him. Yeah. So it's kind of like your interest could possibly pave a way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just something. Just something. David kills Goliath. Okay. Mm, that's the title. That's not like. Yeah, the, bi- the, the Bible just be like. Just spoiling. Yeah, just spoil like, it, right? Just let me get to it. All right. Maybe I shouldn't have read that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. What did you just say? Dude. First of all, here's what I wanted to say. I want you to know. Once again, according to the studies. Okay. These are estimates. David is estimated to be 15 years old here. 15-year-old guy. 15-year-old guy. 
don't worry about this Philistine. Don't worry about this silly guy. Ah, uh, naive 15-year-old thinks he can conquer the world. David, David comes up to the king of Israel at this time. He says, Yo, don't worry about that goofball that's over there taunting you guys. Don't worry about him. Well, he probably has some, like, you know, I'll his, go his little tunic on, whatever, his, like, little shoes. Like, yo, I got this. Mm. And Saul's like, bruh. Bruh. Saul, <laughs> Saul says, don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. Mm. You are only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. Just another. Another one. Another discouragement. Just another one. Mm-hmm. Like, how many discouragement can this guy take? If just like, you can't do it. Wow, you're not gonna do it. Mm. You're, like, you're, you're less than. You're not. You're not like other everybody else. You're weaker. You're you're younger. You're this. You're that. You can't. You can't win it. You're young. Mm-hmm. He's a, and you're a boy. This guy's a man. Like, it's just just another discouragement. Yeah, but this man David, he knows he's backed by God. Mm. So his worth doesn't come from the discouragement of other people, but mm. of what God sees in him. And what he knows he's capable of, right? He says, but David persisted, like the little boy that he is. Of course. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do this pagan i'll do it to this pagan philistine too for he has defied the armies of the living god mm. remember when i said he was eight years old so now we have this eight to 14 year old let's just say let's give him that range let's give him the benefit of the down say this man was 14 yeah rescuing lambs from the jaw of lions and bears yeah, how was that how did that happen how my that, boy at that, that age out? i was fighting lions and bears in minecraft, minecraft yeah not 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 that there's lions is there lions and bears in minecraft i don't lions, know lions, maybe not but I, this boy was doing it in real life what, what were you doing at 8 to 14 years old 8 to 14 dude it was roblox dude i was playing minecraft i was i was crying because i fell off my bike i was bro David was taking care of sheep and lambs, fighting off lions and bears, killing them, taking the lambs out of their mouths. Eight to 14 years old. So at first when I read this, I was like, bro, David's just trying to act tough, trying to say Mm. like, yo, uh," like this is different. Lions and bears different than this giant that we're facing. Yeah. But then you look at his age, you're like, okay, you are that guy. I get it. Yeah, and also, you know, the fact his response is like, what he, what he kind of what he basically tells Saul is like, yo, God did it before, and he's gonna do it again. Mm. You know, it's just just that it's like the the situation yeah. is different, but my God is the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like whether it's a bear, a lion, a big nine foot guy, my God is the same. Wow, my God never changes, and it's just like, like he's he's helped me take care of my sheep before. Mm. Why won't he keep doing it again? Implying, implying Israel needs a shepherd. Israel's looking for a new king. Israel needs a shepherd. And Israel at this point, at this point needs to be rescued from the mouth of the lion. And David, David says, I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too. Doesn't even name him. Just disrespects Goliath. Thank you, David. For he has defied the armies of the living God. David is on defense for the name of God. And it's just so cool because like he has so much honor and respect uh-huh. and fear. He's like, 
Like, how, why, how do you th ever in your life think you can fight my God? <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you ever? And, he, and he, it's like, I can just, yep. I wish I could see him, mm -hmm. how he was saying this stuff. Like, that's inspiring. That's why, like, people that have good leaders, mm. it's inspiring when your leader is like, we can do this. And you see it in his eyes. Yeah. And you see what how he yeah. says it. So, what, like you said, with Saul, he was terrified. Mm -hmm. Everybody else was terrified. And then David being like, Weak, like that that's he a shows that's up and a he's king. Like, that's a king right it's not there. even about fear he, I, I at this point like, i feel his anger of like wait we're really gonna let like this guy real disrespect and real, god like he's really confused like why why is this happening yeah why why are you guys scared like this like this can actually happen facts like he just disrespected he's like, he's like, like <laughs> yeah he's like, like what the heck what, what's, what's going wrong on? with you crazy so it's so beautiful like so much to learn here the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear yep. will rescue me from this Philistine. God did it before he'll do it again. He doesn't say, God rescued me from the lions and the bears, and I really hope this time he does it from the Philistine. Mm. He says, He has so much faith. Will rescue me from this Philistine. Wow. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. I don't know what, what how to take that. What he's just like. Sorry, right. sarcasm. We'll be with you, man. I, I don't know. I don't he's like, know all right, anymore. I guess. Just go for it. May Try God it be like. May God be with you. I guess. Or maybe he was like, all right, may God be with you. Because maybe he mm -hmm. felt it in his eye. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Could be anything. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. Bro, I can't go in these. He protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off. <laughs> he, he picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. That's like my, that's like the best part of it. Like you read that, you would think like, you know, he, he's going to go fight this big giant. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, you know, go put on the armor like oh yes i'm putting on the armor i'm getting the sword yeah i'm gonna look official i'm gonna look like I, i'm gonna look the partner i'm, I'm mm -hmm. the real deal now because i have the armor on yeah and he's like i doesn't even first I'm of like, all do you think his brothers are seeing this i hope not bro. i hope <laughs> not they're probably even they're probably angry okay. but like think about it like he's trying on the armor the sword the the boots whatever whatever he tries them on he walks with them he's like i can't go on these you know, I don't even, i'm not used to them mm -hmm. i could imagine if that was me I feel like if I put that armor on, I'd be like, all right, like pumped up. Let's do this. I got the armor. Like mm -hmm. I'm ready. David didn't care about impressing nobody. And that was the cool part about that. It's like he he literally took it off. He was like, I don't need this. Like he, did, he didn't care about impressing anybody or yeah. looking like looking like a soldier. He's like, oh, now I'm a real soldier. He's been a soldier. You know, he's mm. been, he's like, it's like the, the, the armor doesn't make him more equipped or more qualified he's been wow, qualified you know wow he didn't have to look the part he, he if anything he didn't look the part at all he went with the clothes he had on from this house mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever he had on whatever status he yeah, had on yeah he didn't go fight him with like armor like to actually protect himself he just went out there the way he looked but he didn't care like i i 100 i don't think he cared about his how his brother's thing oh maybe mm -hmm. my brother would like actually think i'm cool now because i have armor on right now he was not thinking about that, that he, he was just thinking about i'm i'm gonna kill this guy i'm, I'm gonna destroy, <laughs> i'm gonna destroy goliath because uh -huh. he's going against my god mm -hmm. he's not impressing nobody nobody he's not thinking about anybody's opinions he's just going for it and that's yeah. something that's so real like he didn't even put it he took it off he took off the armor he's like he was like no 
No, I'm not taking. I don't need this. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't I'm not used to yeah. it, and I don't like it. The way the way I took it, I took it that way too. That was such so well said. Yeah. But also, do we not see a significance in the fact that he says, "I'm not used to these," so he grabs what he is used to, mm. what he was trained to do, the unusual weapon. Nobody shows up with stones and a slingshot. No. Everybody's in armor and swords. That's different. And he says, unusual. No, God trained me with this. My weapons aren't the same weapons as yours. Hmm. My armor isn't the same armor as yours. I'm going to use what I've learned from God, what I've trained myself as a kid to use. Hmm. I'm going to just take what I'm using. He's not being fake. Mm -hmm. She's being real. He's like, I'm going to do this. I've been using this the whole time. I'm Mm going to keep doing it. It's just so it, it, for him. It wasn't about blending in with everybody else, looking the part, being or yeah, just looking like a soldier, quote unquote. He wow. He walked out there. He grabs. He grabbed the stones himself. He didn't even just send walks somebody. out there. He's like, I'll grab the stones myself. Grabs them and he's like, puts them in his shepherd bag. <laughs> I could imagine a ripped up bag. Like it, it's mm. like it's old. It's it's crusty. He's like he just throws the stones in there. He's like, all right, let's go. We out. He doesn't. He doesn't try to blend in. He doesn't try to be that guy because he knows he's that guy with God. Mm. He doesn't try to be. He's on. He's a man on a mission. That's how I view him. He's a man that is defending the name of God. Crazy. And it says he's walking out. He takes it and he's he's walking out to this valley, meaning you know we talked about how he was fa- the the two armies were facing. He's walking out facing this entire army. With nothing but a slingshot and these stones. See, all right, okay, sure, it's very intimidating to walk out and face this giant. Not only is he facing this giant, but the entire Philistine army. Mm. And what's behind him? Not an army. But just scared people. A bunch of scared people. They're terrified. They all probably don't want to look. They're like, oh my God, this poor this boy. This poor boy is about this to get This poor boy destroyed. is about to get slaughtered in front of our eyes. I can't imagine, uh, although his brother is like, were disrespectful. I can't imagine what they were feeling. Mm. My my little brother's out walking. Wait, wait what? Mm. Is that our little? Is that David? He's walking out there without armor. What? Yo, somebody stop him! This kid, this kid is crazy. I I can't imagine what everybody was feeling. So he he had a scared army behind him. Wow. But what else did he have behind him? Say it. So we can move on. Come on, just say it. Oh, he had God. He had, he had God. God. He had God. All right, and so. Mm, we see mm. Goliath 41 oh, yeah. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him sneering in contempt at this ruddy faced boy sneering this man is laughing yeah this guy's like who the heck is this, this little says, boy this, man, this is Israel sending this 15 year old boy what come on I, th- I thought there was a different translation on. but I thought it was something different I thought he was like yo are you guys so or maybe it's another story where it's like, are you guys this badly to send a little boy to come fight me? Now? Bro, like, I mean, he says it here. He says, am I a dog? Oh, yeah. He roared at David that you come at me with this with a stick. Meaning David's skinny. David's this little tiny boy. Uh, am I a dog? You come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. Ooh, you did not want to do that. Mm. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's army, 
the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. First of all, he didn't even mention his stones or the slingshot. He was just like, bro. He named three weapons. He's like, I, I don't care. Hmm. You come to me with all this. Because David, David at this point was so confident in God that he's like, you have all of this. You are 10 times my size. Yeah. And yet you're about to die. Imagine if I said that to you, we're about to wrestle. And you're not even bigger than me. Like we're the same size. I mean, you're, I guess you're bigger, whatever. I say, Louis, you come to me with all these muscles, all these, this wrestling background you have, but you're about to get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> disrespectful. There is disrespectful. Here we go. All right. Um, today, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. So Goliath threatens to throw his flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David says, I will throw your entire army Mm. to that. He's quick, yo. He's quick. David got it. He probably learned from his brothers with all these snarky responses. Come on, bro. We got got it. Of course. And everybody and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people. But not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. He just, he just he got it like that. He got it like that. You know what I just saw? How did everybody think Jesus was going to show up? The Messiah. Mm. They were waiting for what? Like, like a big king with this kingdom, mm-hmm. right? With, like with a, an army ready to take down the take Roman over, Empire. Yeah. But no, Jesus shows up as a baby. This vulnerable baby. Yeah. No weapons. Right? Don't do we see that resemblance here? It's just the I was looking into like, you know, it's just part of the upside down kingdom, you know. Mm-hmm. That God uses like you, you you expect this huge king with this kingdom, all this power, no but baby. Or, you know, the servants will be your the greatest. Mm-hmm. The first will be last. The last mm-hmm. will be first. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you're choosing a little boy to fight the giant? Not not the tallest oldest son mm. it's always like it's the upside that god uses crazy crazy as goliath moved closer to attack david quickly ran out to meet him reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone he hurled it with his sling and hit the philistine in the forehead the stone sank in and goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground so David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from his sheath. David used it to kill him and cut off his head. Mm, sounds like that, yo. First of all, the stone sank in. This man has a helmet on. It sank in? Bro. Oh my gosh. Pull that slingshot so back. What about the significance of him falling face first? When you get hit... Don't you get the whiplash and you fall back? Hmm. He fell face first. I feel like that's more disrespectful. <laughs> that's just more disrespectful. Dude, just David's a walking W everywhere. Like, <laughs> literally even, cuts even, off his head. Even giant, even Goliath fell face. And down. in the in the later chapters, this this boy, I just want to throw this in there because I think it's so tough. David walks around with this guy's head. Yeah. 
The, the army of Israel floods in. They, they you know, they're, they, all, they're they, all like, oh my gosh, yeah. just go, you know. They, all of a sudden, they all get this courage because this 15-year-old boy just killed everybody. Nice. And they go, now we want to fight. Uh, we're saved. Uh. Yeah. Bro, you're all grown men. This 15-year-old, just this boy just stood up for you and now you want to have the courage. Bro, whatever. David cuts his head off. And walks around with his head, dude. He's holding his head. Bro, he, he holds it and walks around with it. And shows up to King Saul and just throws it at him. He's like, here's the head. <laughs> bro, David is so tough. How are you going to walk around with his head, bro? Just picture that scene. He's walking around with his head. The blood is dripping on the floor. And this man is just this 15-year-old boy. <sighs> First of all, if he was nine foot tall, like that head was big. Word. And David was small. Just carrying this head. I don't know David has some like didn't he have like weird trauma or something bro no I mean this man was this boy was fighting not even this boy like this this is a grown man yeah this is a grown man I know he's 15 but the the 15 year olds of now bro are are not the 15 year olds of back then no 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 that that 15 year old was confidence was built different that that was a grown man right there Mm. but he walks around with his head I'm just mind blown by that that is so tough all right, that's the story of David and Goliath. Yeah. What do you get from this, from all of it? Well, okay, so that's a good question. So as I was reading it, I, I got this like, I don't know how to call it, if it's like a system or just things to, to just to know. Mm-hmm. But what I got was like, I just wrote down a bunch of things that I saw from this story that I think a lot of us need, right? Mm. And so this is what I wrote down. This is what I got. So the first thing is, just be faithful with what you have right now, right? Yep. As, as we already know, when yep. it comes to David before, because, you know, you go further in the story, David becomes a king. Mm-hmm. Spoiler At 30 alert. years old. Spoiler yeah. alert, yeah. But, like, he he becomes a king. He's now, he's not just, he's, he's not just shepherding sheep. He's shepherding a whole people. But before, <sighs> he was shepherding sheep, goats, taking care of them, fighting off lions, bears. Mm-hmm. He was, and like we saw there, when he left, he, had, he made somebody else be in charge. He was responsible he was faithful to what he was in front of him at the moment. And what was in front of him at the moment was the sheep. Mm. So whatever is in front of you right now, be faithful to it. Mm-hmm. Do your, be your best at it. When you leave, wow. make sure there's somebody watching over it. Like just be, just, just be faithful to it, to you, what it you is. You know he did it at his best, like yeah. at pure excellence. Mm. He got good at it. And people don't view that as like training for something greater in the moment. But if David did not have that profession of yeah. learning to be a shepherd, how was he going to be a shepherd of an entire nation? Nation, yeah. That was necessary. David had to been trained yeah. as a shepherd. Maybe he didn't see it in the moment. Just like some of us thing. sometimes Jesse, don't see it. Jesse, his father, didn't see it. Saul, the king of Israel, didn't see it. But God saw it. Mm-hmm. They didn't see that he could do it. That's why Jesse didn't bring him. Saul was like, you can't do it. His brothers. But God, yeah. only God knew what was in Saul, what was in David. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. It's like, just be faithful for what's in front of you. Wow. And then, as, as I spoke before, don't compare. I don't think David compared, mm-hmm. but it's very easy because I've done it before too. It's very easy for us to compare ourselves to other people. And when we yeah. do that, we feel less than, we feel discouraged. We, f- we feel like we can't mm-hmm. accomplish or just do what God has put in front of us to do because we always have somebody else who looks more uh, equipped, yeah. more uh, uh, for the job, more just more better, mm-hmm. more more like willing to worth do it, it, more more worth it. And so you feel less than, you feel like you're not enough, you can't accomplish it, all that stuff. You just can't, 
you, you won't, it won't help you out. It won't. Comparison mm-hmm. does not help you out compared to despair, right? So don't compare regardless if you're like David and you feel like you're less than, you have all these less than qualities. And then when you look at somebody else, they just view, they look way more qualified and seem way more capable to do it. Mm-hmm. No, God called you to do it. Yeah. So do it at your best. Yeah. And that that's the second thing. The third one I thought it just with the... I mean, also before you continue, also seeing his brothers advance mm. and him still mm. being the same thing yet yet you see you see the, mm-hmm. the just the the honor he got after he killed goliath that they were chanting like yo saul killed his thousands david killed ten thousands you know like he got that like that attention that he mm-hmm. wasn't even looking for well but he got it though mm-hmm. you know and like the fact that they were you know his brothers advanced he was still taking care of sheep yet look what happened Mm-hmm. God's timing is yeah. perfect because his heart was in the because right because his heart was in the right place. God's timing was perfect. Just be faithful to uh-huh. where you're at. Only God knows what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. Boom. Third thing, don't impress. Right. Mm. Easily with the armor, I just feel like that's so big because like he didn't put he didn't keep it on to just just to feel like he now he's a real soldier. Now he's real really part of this army. No, like he's been part of the army. He's been a soldier. He's been this person who's capable to do it. Like he doesn't have to look the part. Mm. don't impress don't like the fact that he didn't keep it on it just shows his heart like he yeah. did not care about looking like a soldier or like this like that he Mm-mm. just went and did it so don't impress right and like i just feel like those two things comparison and impressing can really get into the heart of a believer when it comes to i don't know ministry when it comes to anything that you might that god might be telling you to do easily you know we get pride mixed in we get comparison yeah. mixed in that can really just like just just really just yeah. you know it, uh, it just it's not good it's not good to have in your yeah. heart and the third thing, don't listen to it, discouragement. Mm. Don't listen to discouragement when it comes when it when it's your when it's his older brother, whether it's Saul, whether it's the whole situation of not even being in the selection process initially. Yeah, you had, that his dad had to force him to get, for, was forced to get him to come to that mm-hmm. place. Don't listen to the discouragement because what if David, after hearing Saul, after hearing his brother, just went home? Mm. No Goliath killed, right? And I think about it like. You know, and the same wow. thing with like, like what, what would ha- what would have happened? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But he didn't listen, and like, you know, I was like, Nick, Nick was telling us, like, you know, David, his brother spoke to David, but then he walked away, you know. And so yeah, that was weird. Anyways, and so that's that last thing. Don't listen to discouragement. And then two other things: have faith. You could just see David had crazy faith. Mm-hmm. Like this man walked up again. The whole situation: little guy, huge dude. Little guy wins, huge dude, done. Yeah. He, he, he loses. David wins. But he had that faith. He had that faith. Like, yo, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Why are you defying my God? Mm. Like, I'm going to do all this stuff to you. And, and it did happen. Everything right. he said. Have faith. Believe that God will do these crazy things in your life. Yeah. Believe it. Believe what. But just believe it. Believe it. And then last thing, slay the giant, I guess. Mm. Slay the giant. Like, you know, whatever it is, like, you got to do. Just, you're going to do it. Yeah. Just have faith. All these things. Be faithful. Don't compare. Don't impress. Don't listen to discouragement. Have faith and slay the giant. Mm-hmm. And again, I know we didn't want to say like, what's your giant or whatever, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just whatever it is like uh, that is, that is a big thing in front of you. You know, after, when you do this, when you have that in your heart, when you check your heart with these things and really internalize that stuff, like uh, that's just so, it's going to lead you to the right, the right path. It's going to lead you to success. Yeah. No, beautifully said. Beautifully said. Those were awesome notes. Um, there is so much that we learned from the book, from yeah. from this book, from the story of David and Goliath. 
uh so much encouragement you know like seeing somebody so young but so fearful yeah fearful and faith-filled yep fear of god Mm. that kind of fearful but courageous and knowing that god had his back we see his 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 growth and preparation from when he was young you know like dealing with uh taking care of the sheep and the goats and like not having that honor given to him when he does that Mm. you know that is a super beautiful and powerful job it's a difficult job but he didn't go oh good job for defending the sheep against the lions good job nobody knew about that Mm. he wasn't seeking that honor he did it in private you know the things that god was giving him in private he was first of all doing it to an excellence but also doing it for god not for everybody else Mm. for his sheep and so god saw his heart you know and what i did want to mention too is remember the significance where god says do not look at the height or the appearance. Yes. I see the heart. It was the same thing looking at, at Goliath. David saw it in God's eyes. David said, do not judge by this man's height or appearance. But I judge by the heart and his heart is not for God. Mm. Mine is. This is heart v heart, not person v person. Oh, come on, bro. David saw that. David saw it from the Lord's eyes. That's so powerful. But I hope you guys got so much out of this. I yes. hope you guys enjoyed Enjoy this, this type of episode where we're studying the Bible together. Um, if you guys did get something out of it, if you got encouragement, let us know. blessings, love to wisdom, know. please let us know. If you enjoyed this type of episode and you want more of these, drop it in the comments, share the video, like yeah. it. It helps us a ton. Share this with your friends and family. We love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Join the Patreon, and we'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace out, everybody. Peace.